0: Welcome to the One God Report podcast. This is Bill Schlegel. The title of this episode is In the Beginning of John chapter 1, verse 1 it Does Not Directly Refer to the Genesis Creation The podcast is kind of a preparation for a panel discussion that is planned for the day before Thanksgiving I'm sure it'll be videotaped so you can see it after where Dr. Andrew Perry and myself will have a discussion with Sir Anthony Buzzard and Carlos Xavier on the question of the Gospel of John, which beginning, and is the word a person? So my comments here will address this question of which beginning is the Gospel of John, chapter 1, talking about when it starts out in the beginning. The question is important because if it can be understood that in the beginning of John, chapter 1, verse 1, is not a direct reference to the Genesis creation, then deity of Christ interpretation of John 1 is dead. Because then there's no reason like the early Logos theorists did to find a second divine figure involved in the Genesis creation. In the beginning of John, chapter 1, verse 1, is not a Genesis creation context. So there's no second figure creating with God the Father in Genesis. In other words, if you're trying to interpret John 1.1 in a Genesis creation context, you're barking up the wrong tree, and you're not going to understand it correctly. Since I'll be very limited in time in the presentation and that discussion, this podcast will be a bit more in-depth, and also I'll make a YouTube video that will have the PowerPoint with it, so it might be easier to follow along with the PowerPoint if you want to see the video instead of just the audio. By the way, if you haven't subscribed to the Bill Schlegel YouTube channel, it asks that you do that. It's getting close to a thousand subscribers, and I think it's a little more exposure and airtime the more subscribers there are. So I had to narrow this down to eight reasons why, in the beginning of John chapter 1, is not a direct reference to the Genesis creation. I actually had a few more, but I'm going to try to narrow it down to eight reasons, and I'm not going to give them in any specific order, like you know the countdowns of the best linebackers that ever played football or something like that. You're more than welcome to pitch in and think which of these eight you think are the best, or maybe if there's some problems with some of them, why any particular one may not be in evidence that John 1 is not a direct reference to the Genesis creation. Another good reason to be aware of the YouTube channel is there is some discussion that goes on there that's not on the One God Report Facebook group. Okay, so let's start out with evidence that John chapter 1 is not about the Genesis creation, but it's about God's bringing about new life in the man Jesus Christ, that it's a new beginning. Number one, in the Gospel of John, Within the Gospel of John itself, the phrase the beginning refers to the beginning of the ministry of Jesus. So we're looking right in the Gospel itself to see how the author himself uses the phrase the beginning. And here are some examples John chapter 8, verse 25. Some people asked Jesus a question. They said, Who are you? And Jesus replied, What I have told you from the beginning. So here's a reference to the beginning of the ministry of Jesus. In John chapter 15, 27, Jesus says to the apostles, You also are witnesses because you have been with me from the beginning. In John 16:4, again to the apostles, Jesus said, These things I have not told you from the beginning because I was with you. Now, there is another use of the phrase the beginning in the gospel of John that doesn't necessarily refer to the beginning of Jesus' ministry. It's John chapter 8, verse 44, where Jesus says that his enemy's father was the devil who was a murderer from the beginning. But even that reference isn't to the Genesis creation. Maybe Genesis chapter 4 is the first murder of Cain against Abel. The beginning there in John eight forty-four is not a reference to the Genesis creation either. But in general... The author is using the phrase the beginning to mean the beginning of the ministry of Jesus Christ, right within the Gospel of John itself. We're not having to go to some Greek literature or non biblical, extra biblical literature to decide, okay, what beginning is being talked about here in John chapter one? And then the second point, related to the first point is the phrase, in the beginning, in Greek, it's n-r-k, must be interpreted in its context. In other places in the Bible where the exact same phrase is used, n-r-k, in the beginning, it could really be translated in a beginning, the definite article is not really in the phrase, but in other places where the exact same phrase, in the beginning, is used in the New Testament, it does not refer to the Genesis creation. Two examples, Acts chapter 11, verse 15, where Peter is recording to the Jews in Jerusalem what happened with him to the Gentile Cornelius in Caesarea. He said, as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them just as on us in the beginning. Exact same phrase. Here we can see that Peter is using the phrase in the beginning, not to refer to the Genesis creation, but to the beginning when the Holy Spirit came upon the believers in Jerusalem. Another example, Philippians chapter 4, verse 15, Paul says, In the beginning of the gospel, exact same phrase, N-R-K, in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia. Ah, now we have context. So in the beginning there is when Paul first began to preach the gospel in Greece and Macedonia. Now, if you look in the Bible, in both the New Testament and the Greek version of the Old Testament, the Septuagint, for the phrase in or at the beginning, this NRK, it occurs some 30 times altogether in both the Septuagint and the New Testament. Only four times in the New Testament. And two of those times, for sure, the ones we just looked at, do not refer to the Genesis creation. The other two are the ones we're looking at in John chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. In the beginning was the word, And then in verse 2, the same was with God in the beginning. So, for sure, 50% of the uses of the phrase in the beginning in the New Testament do not refer to the Genesis creation. And the other two possible ones that might refer to the Genesis creation, we're discussing right now. Of the 27 or so times in the Old Testament where the phrase NRK occurs, only once does it refer to unequivocally to the Genesis creation. That's Genesis 1, verse 1. The other possible one in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 22 and 23, that's a reference to wisdom being established or being set up, saying, I was brought forth before the creation event. So even there in Proverbs chapter 8, which lots of times people want to go to and say, oh, see, in the beginning means the Genesis creation. No, even there, Wisdom is personified saying, I was brought forth in the beginning, before the heavens and the earth, before the creation of the hills and the valleys. But all the other times in the Old Testament, some 25 other times, NRK, in the beginning, does not refer to the Genesis creation. So let's not insist that just because we have NRK in John chapter 1, it refers directly to the Genesis creation. The vast majority the occurrences, and our in the beginning in the New Testament and Old Testament Greek version do not refer to the Genesis creation. Now, the third reason that John chapter 1 in the beginning does not direct reference to Genesis 1.1 is the agreement with the other Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, which also have a beginning associated with the coming of Jesus and his ministry. The best example of this is probably Mark, which starts out by saying, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And then, by the way, right after that, we get into who John the Baptist is. We're going to see a close parallel with John chapter 1. We have the beginning, introduction to the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And then there's John the Baptist. Luke as well has a beginning associated with the word and the beginning of Jesus' ministry. Matthew has a Genesis, the beginning of Jesus associated with his genealogy. Even the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 1 and 122, there's a beginning which is connected with the ministry of Jesus. So this makes sense that the Gospel of John as well has a beginning like the other Gospels. The Gospel of John is parallel to the other Gospels here, and he's not different from the other Gospels, that somehow he's starting in a nebulous past about the Genesis creation. No. The Gospels are recording what's going on in the life and ministry of the man, Christ Jesus. The fourth reason John 1.1 is not the Genesis 1.1 beginning is that there's an agreement with other New Testament literature that in Jesus there is a new beginning, even a new creation. In the Old Testament, we see this expectation that God would make things new, not that he would entirely destroy all earth, but that he would renew mankind and renew creation, Isaiah chapter 42, 9 and 66, 7. And we see the New Testament author saying that in Jesus, that process is coming about. Romans chapter 8, verse 21 to 23, all creation waits to be released from this bondage to decay. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 13 says, We wait for a new heavens and new earth in which righteousness dwells. Note what Jesus said, as recorded in Luke 16, 16. He said, the law and the prophets were until John, that's the baptizer. Since then, the good news of the kingdom of God is preached, You see, Jesus is claiming that the coming of the baptizer and the Messiah brings about a new beginning. There is something new going on with Jesus Christ. I think everybody can understand that. With the coming of the Messiah, God is doing something new. There's a new beginning. And then we look at Paul. To Paul, Jesus is the second Adam. There's another comparison with creation, but it's a different creation. Jesus is the second Adam. Paul says specifically that Jesus is the beginning of God's creation. The firstborn from among the dead the book of Revelation as well. Jesus is described as being the firstborn of the dead, the beginning of God's creation. In Revelation 21.5, the Lord God Almighty says, Behold, I make all things new. So this is a general theme of the New Testament literature, that through the man, Jesus Christ, God is doing something new. He's bringing about a new beginning. Then number five, why John 1.1 1, 1 is not the Genesis beginning. The subject of what comes to be in John's gospel is not the seas, dry land, plants, animals, planets, stars, sun, etc. But what comes to be in the gospel of John is new human life, individually and corporately. This is very important. What's coming to be? in the Gospel of John, is not the physical material world. Now let's note, the word create is not in John chapter 1. That would be very strange if the word create does not occur in a description of the Genesis creation account. By the way, neither is the word logos, the word for word, this noun logos, this is not in the Genesis creation. I really think that somebody who is biblically informed could read John chapter 1, verse 1, and see very clearly that this is not a reference to the Genesis creation. The language is very different. If you know a little bit of Greek, look at it. Compare the Septuagint Greek to John chapter 1, verse 1. The third word is different. It's a different subject. So there may be parallels, yes, but this is not the same creation. Now, another evidence that the subject of what comes to be in John's gospel is not the material creation is the fact that the word world In John chapter 1, verse 9 and 10, the world, the Greek word is cosmos here, it's not planet Earth. This word relates to a segment of human society, most likely, specifically Israelite, even Judean society. It's not physical planet Earth that the light comes to in John 1, 9. It's not physical planet Earth that came to be through him in John 1, 10. The setting is not the Genesis creation. And then John 1, 1 through 13, culminates or leads up to, these first verses are leading up to, the coming to be of the children of God, those born of God. So again, the subject here of John chapter 1 is not the creation of the material world. It's not material creation, but it's the coming to be of new human life. Remember, this gospel culminates in human resurrection. That's the coming to be of new human life. That's the subject of John chapter 1, not the creation of the material physical world. So let's remember, the world in John chapter 1 verse 9 and 10 is not planet Earth. The sixth reason John chapter 1 is not the Genesis 1 beginning is that yes, there is some similar language between John 1 and Genesis 1, but the language is used or repurposed for a different purpose to that of Genesis. If We look at the statement in John 1.3 and John 1.4, the Gospel writer says, that which came to be in him was life, and the life was the light of men. Although Genesis creation language is being intentionally used. This is not Genesis creation, life, and light. In Genesis, light comes first, and then life. Remember, God said the first thing, he he, or, let there be light. So in the creation account of Genesis, light comes first. Life comes later, days later. In John chapter 1, life comes first, in which is Then light for all men. So, life is first in the Gospel of John, which is light for all men. As life came through God's Word in the book of Genesis, so new life comes through God's Word, whom we are going to learn is the man Jesus. So, even though we have the same language, like life and light, this is not Genesis, life and light. And by the way, also darkness. The darkness of John chapter 1, verse 5, the darkness was not able to overcome it. This is not the darkness of Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, which was called night. This is not the same darkness. The language may be repurposed, but for a different reason. In Genesis, light is first, then life. In John, life is first, then light. Now we're going to get to John the Baptist, too. John chapter 1, Verse 7 says, this one was not the light. That is, the baptizer was not the light. Well, thanks for the information that John the baptizer was not the light of Genesis chapter 1. If the life, light, and darkness of John chapter 1 are different from the light, life, and darkness of Genesis chapter 1, do you think it possible that the John 1 beginning is also a different beginning from Genesis chapter 1? It's a rhetorical question. See, we're in a totally different context when we're in the Gospel of John. The mistake that's being made by Trinitarians and others that want to interpret John chapter 1 as a reference to the Genesis creation is that they're mistaking the parallels of language and the continuity of language for identity, thinking that John chapter 1 is identical to Genesis chapter 1. This reappropriation of language intentionally shows that there's continuity between the God who created in Genesis chapter 1 and the God who is bringing about the new creation through the man Christ Jesus in John chapter 1. But they're mistaking these parallels and in the intentional continuity for identity, thinking that John chapter 1 is identical to Genesis chapter 1. That's a mistake. The similarity in language is not showing that the accounts are identical. Actually, like I say, A lot of the language is very different, very different between Genesis 1 and John 1. Read Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 14, and read John chapter 1, verses 1 through 14, and see if you think they're describing the same event. And then the seventh reason that John 1:1 in the beginning is not Genesis 1. That is that the themes introduced in John chapter 1, verses 1 to 13, and even beyond. The same themes are developed in the body of the Gospel of John and applied to Jesus. This is evidence that the first 13 verses are about the ministry of the man Jesus, not about the Genesis creation. Let's go back to the life, light, and darkness introduced in the first verses of John chapter 1. John chapter 1 verses 3 to 4, that which came to be in him was life, and the life was the light of men, and John one five the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it, or John chapter one, verse nine, the true light that enlightens every man was coming into the world, and then we look into the body of the Gospel of John, and we see the same phrases applied to Jesus, John chapter three, verse nineteen. This is the judgment that the light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light. The light coming into the world is the man Christ Jesus, in John chapter 3, verse 19. Or John eight twelve, Jesus spoke to them and said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. See, light coming into the world, Jesus says that's specifically him, and that If you follow him, you won't walk in darkness. That's not the Genesis creation darkness, but you'll have the light of life. The same language that we were introduced to in John chapter 1, we see applied to the man Jesus Christ. This is evidence that John chapter 1 is already introducing the man Christ Jesus in his ministry. And one more, John chapter 12, verse 46, Jesus said, I have come as light into the world. That whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness now to say that the light coming into the world of john chapter 1 is not the man christ jesus i think a person really has to ignore the facts if you're going to maintain that the light coming into the world introduced in john chapter 1 is not the man christ jesus because jesus said specifically that he has come as light into the world and now, before I mention number eight, I wanted to give a consolation prize, and that is that commentators, even Trinitarian commentators, recognize that the Gospel of John introduces a new creation. Let me read a few examples from respected Trinitarian commentators, like F.F. F. Bruce, who wrote in his commentary called The Gospel of John, a verse-by-verse exposition. Bruce said, quote, it is not by accident that the gospel begins with the same phrase as the book of Genesis. In Genesis one, in the beginning, introduces the story of the old creation. Here it introduces the story of the new creation, unquote. Exactly. And then Leon Morris, another respected commentator, in his commentary of The Gospel according to John, he writes quote, John is writing about a new beginning a new creation, so he uses words which recall the first creation. He soon goes on to use other words which loom large in Genesis 1, such as life, light, and darkness. Genesis 1 described God's first creation. John's theme is God's new creation, When they look at this with unbiased interpretation, they realize that John 1, is not about the Genesis creation. And then one more from an article by Janine Brown, an evangelical who teaches at Bethel Seminary, in her article called Creation's Renewal in the Gospel of John. She writes, quote, The notion of recreation, supported by echoes of Genesis 1 and 2, would not only have been understandable to John and his audience, but would have fit well a first-century Jewish frame of reference especially in relation to Jewish eschatological views, She means that Jews at this time would have understood the idea of the new creation coming about through the Messiah. And then the eighth reason that John chapter 1, in the beginning is not Genesis 1, 1 beginning, is that John the baptizer has no business being in verses 6 through 8 and in verse 15 of a description of the Genesis creation. The introduction of John the Baptizer testifying to the true light, this is the man Jesus, as we learn clearly in the body of the gospel. Jesus is the light that's come into the world. But the introduction of John the Baptizer testifying to the true light early in John chapter 1, verses 6 through 8, is evidence that we're not in a Genesis creation context here. On the other hand, John the Baptizer's presence, already in verse 6, fits perfectly with understanding the prologue as an introduction to the new life coming to be through the man Christ Jesus, who's called the Word and the Light. The Baptizer's magnificent ministry caused people to wonder if he, the Baptizer, was the Messiah. But the Gospel of John's prologue makes clear the relationship between the man Christ Jesus and the baptizer. The man, Jesus, is the true light who came into the world. John the baptizer was not the light. John the baptizer is being compared and contrasted with the man, Christ Jesus, not with Genesis chapter 1 light, or with an abstract idea, and not with a second God figure. The whole prologue, and pretty much all of John chapter 1, can be understood as a clarification of the relationship between the man Christ Jesus and John the Baptizer. Again, the presence and the introduction of John the Baptizer, who was not the light, in verse 6 of this gospel, is very strong evidence that we are not in the context of Genesis chapter 1. So if you're around on the day before Thanksgiving, that would be the 23rd of November, at 8.30 a.m. USA Central Time, bright and early, we'll have this discussion about which beginning and if the word in the Gospel of John is a person. Yishmau anavim v'yismahu. The humble will hear and rejoice.